Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Real Partnership, Partnership Podcast. Podcast. I'm Jerry. And I'm Shanice. In this podcast, we will talk about relationships, family, finances, and maintaining a positive mindset throughout life circumstances. We're going to touch on all the controversial issues that people go through within marriages, such as goals, conflicts, expectations, and so much more. Connect with us on Instagram at trp.podcast and leave us a review. Thanks for listening, and we appreciate all of your support. Welcome to the Real Partnership Podcast. We are your hosts, Jarius and Sharnice Houston. Welcome to our first episode ever, y'all. We're so excited. Yes, yes. Um, we actually been planning and procrastinating all the pushing peas. Oh Lord. But, but uh, <laughs> nah. But yeah, man, this this is very exciting. Uh, I'm glad to actually to be able to do this with my wife. I'm a little nervous. Same. Are same. you nervous? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> It's, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Yeah. Okay. So today is Sunday. We'll probably post this on a Tuesday because we're going to try to post um, episodes on Tuesdays for you guys. Um, but yeah, so it's Sunday. We just had a long, um, a long relaxing day. We went to church this morning. We let Jaden go to kids church by himself. So if y'all don't know, we have a 10 month old. He's almost a year old. And um, he's been at home with me most of the time, so we let him go to Children's Church by himself, and it was very interesting. Right, right, yes, and uh, he did he did okay. I think they said they was trying to change his diaper or something, and he was giving them some issues. Then I guess it was a, a high school girl who, who put my boy a diaper on backwards, but <laughs> yeah, she I don't know what to I do. Guess he was causing <laughs> causing that much trouble. Now. Yeah, but hopefully, like the more that he goes, he'll be okay. All right, so we're going to go ahead and get into the question of the day segment, which we're going to do on every episode. On these, we encourage you guys to, one, listen to our question and our answers, but also to ask spouse or your partner um, the question as well and just kind of see what their answers are. All right, so the question of the day for this episode is, okay, it's actually a scenario. A man is dating two women. He lies to one, but he tells the other all of the truth which relationship does he value more um i don't like that situation but if i had to pick i would definitely say it's the woman that he's telling the truth even though you know how could you care about any one of them if you're dealing with two women at once so but just to answer the question i would say it's the one that he's telling the truth to all right but wouldn't you think that the one he was lying to is the one he cared about the most since, like, he really cared about what she thought about him. Obviously, that's why he came up with the lie. Okay. I mean, I guess that makes sense. So, I guess looking at it from the perspective that you are, that does make sense that he cares about the woman that he's lying to because he's obviously trying to keep her around for a reason, and he's not keeping it 100 with her. So, I definitely get why you say that. But we're going to go ahead and get into uh, the discussion that we will be talking about with this episode. Pretty much it'll just be things that we feel like that we learn um, that you should know about your spouse before you all get married and uh, become one under God. So before we got married, we did marriage counseling. And in that process, it we learned so much about each other and so much about ourselves. And we were literally like, this, like, other people need to go through this so that they're able to ask each other these questions. Like we were asking questions that we hadn't even thought to 
that that we needed to talk about honestly and everything that we discussed in marriage counseling was very very important and so um yeah we just wanted to bring some of those things to light in this conversation right yes the marriage counseling it was it was very very important um i tell a lot of people you know and i'm just being 100 about the situation uh if we wouldn't have uh if we wouldn't have done marriage counseling um i feel like this situation us being married could have been way more rocky because you know people come in marriage with their own egos and different things right. and, and marriage counseling it breaks it down to the t and it, and you you're uncomfortable in there because you're like dang i gotta ask this or i have to answer this but at the same time you know go ahead and do it because it, it it'd be better it's like thinking with the end in mind so if you're um if you go ahead and, and get un, get uncomfortable and figure out some of the things that that you may not want to talk about or, or may not want to actually come to realization about, you know, then uh, it, it'll be a little bit more easier. I ain't going to say it's easy, but it, it, it'll be a little bit more. Maybe easy is not the word, but you know, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and and so I always tell like the friends that I know also like make sure you go to marriage counseling before you get married. But I know that there's like a lot of guys who are like afraid to go to marriage counseling. Right. It. I, I have talked to some of my partners and uh, different people uh, that I communicate with, and the guys. Well, so are so so what would you tell them, Jerry, if they were telling you like that they're they don't want to go to marriage counseling? Like, and what reasons do they give you? So it's like, know? it's almost like when you when you buy a car, you got to get an oil change. You got to go put gas in it. And it's the same thing with your marriage. But at the beginning, though, you, you, you want your marriage to last just like you want your car to last. So at the, at the beginning of it, that's the best time to do it, you know, because now I'm touching up on all the issues before I take this car home. But we're going to, you know, transfer it to marriage. I'm touching up on the issues before we actually become one under God and, and and try to straighten some of these issues out. Some of them may take time, but, um, yeah, that's what I would tell them. Some of the answers that I receive, uh, what what do they, what, what, what they be telling me? They don't want people in their business. I know I heard that one. Yeah, or I don't want the person to take my wife's side, but it, it's not about that. It's. And then you got to think, why are you doing this in the first place? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you want it to last. So I know I didn't fully answer that question. I can't remember what they be saying. I think they get kind of caught up in the in their own ego as well. Yeah. Uh, just about, oh, I can do it myself or I don't need nobody to tell or me. Or maybe, I think, I think also another thing, though, is that people are like, because when you think of counseling a lot of people view it as like i have a problem so i gotta go to counseling Thanks. but counseling is not just for you to go to if you have a problem it's um a lot for self-awareness and then also preventative so that you you won't run into an issue that you don't know what to do with you know right right so yeah we we encourage everybody like man i'm gonna I'm just say it's a must do it do it. Go to marriage counseling. Go to marriage yeah. counseling. It helps. Yeah, and if you if you are um, engaged, about to get married, or even you're already married and you haven't done marriage counseling, hit us up. Reach out to us. We'll help you find um, a good counseling program um, because, like like we said, it's very essential. You have to do it. Right on. All right. Um. So when we were doing marriage counseling, they made us take a test called the love language test. And it was, I 
it's probably like mm, 10, 15 minutes long, so not too long. And it was online. And so we were able to figure out what our love languages are and right. how we're able to um, kind of communicate with, with each other non-verbally through those love languages. Um, and so if you don't know what they are, there's five love languages. There's acts of service, physical touch, quality time, gifts, and words of affirmation thank you and so my and so they rank once you do the quiz it ranks it from like one to five or whatever and my top two were words of affirmation and physical touch and jared my i can't remember but um i believe my number one was uh quality time i can't remember my second one i'm not i'm pretty sure it was words words, okay we just going to say uh, quality time and words of affirmation. But, yeah, so it's very important to learn what those are just so that you can know, like, how to interact with your spouse, with your boyfriend or girlfriend, whoever. Right, right. And definitely it's, it's important because you want to be able to be on that level with your spouse with their love language because some people, you know, that's how they really feel love. Like, you know, if I'm not getting my quality time, I'm, I'm walking around here with an attitude or, you know, we try not to go off into our emotions but at the same time you know we are humans so uh it's it's important that we touch up on or pay attention to our spouse's love language and try to take action on showing them that you know i know this is what what you like so i'm going to uh, try to show you this in all the ways possible right yeah um i would say for an example like my my um, top love language is words of affirmation and so I'm like really huge on the things that Jer says to me or and not even just him like really anybody things anybody says to me how they say it like I hold those words so true um and I hold on to them which I mean could be bad but it's just a part of my love language and I think what is interesting with your love languages is that um usually your love language is how you give love. So right, since right. my love language is words of affirmation, I'm like constantly like I'll call him and just say, or I used to, honestly, dang, I used to call him and be like, hey, I'm just calling because I love you. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. Now that I think about it, I haven't done that in a minute. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 when y'all first start, you know what I'm saying? We ain't been, we ain't been married too long, but y'all see how it go. You know, you stop doing little stuff and, you know, it's all good, though. Nah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and I could even remember at the beginning, I had to work on my tone. It, it's not that I was screaming that sharp, but at the same time, I could be too loud uh, when we were, you know, discussing something. And she'll be like, you know, can you lower your Bring tone? Bring it down. Yeah, and I got to respect that because, you know, that's that's her love language, just the top one. So just think if, if I was caught up in myself and I was just like, you know what, I don't care. Uh, I'm going to keep talking hard how I'm talking and stuff like that. You know, that'll lead us down a very, very, you know, bad path. And that's that's not what we want, especially when you get married. You, you're in it forever. You know what I'm saying? So right. listen to your spouse when they when they definitely trying to tell you about something that you can fix. I, mean, I know it may be hard at times, but, you know, take it in consideration because you, you want your marriage to last. Yeah, that, that, that was a good point that you brought up because um, – <laughs> you weren't even trying to do that on purpose. Like right, you were just right. that that was how you were communicating, how you were used to talking. But me being, I guess, sensitive in the way that 
people say things and the way that how they say it um I was kind of like hello like why are you yelling at me like I'm not even and he would be like I'm not yelling I'm like yes you are like so um it was huge when I started to realize that he was actually trying to not raise his voice even though that was something that he would do just naturally so yeah yeah but uh God is real, so yeah, he 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 blessed me to get over that. Let's touch up on another one. Um, we got physical touch. Oh, okay. So physical touch, not to cut you off. Physical touch is not just about sex. Right, right. And when I first got in marriage counseling, and it it was brought to my attention, physical touch, I definitely thought that it was straight about you know just, as a man. Yeah, as a, you know what I'm saying. You know, you know where our mind go, but yeah. But yeah, um, cause physical touch is also like my second love language, um, and it's interesting because it used to be my first one, but after having kids and all that. But yeah, we'll get into that on another episode. But um, yeah, it's so it's holding hands. It's right, like right. giving me a back massage while we're watching TV, like rubbing my feet or like rubbing my head, like just doing things like. Just touching me, period. <laughs> right. I remember when um, we first started. No, nah, it wasn't dating when we first. Actually, yeah, we, we actually moved. We moved in together right before we got married. But when I used to come home from work, or was it before I went to work, if I didn't give Shar a hug, it's an issue. You know what I'm saying? And that's 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 a part of it, you know. Right. I'm like, hold on, are like are we beefing? Like what's right. up? Right, yeah. So like, that's physical touch for you. So it ain't it's just, it's just not, you know, motion in the ocean, you know. So it's it's I'm dead. Yeah. It's it's uh it's yeah, it's a little bit more to it. So the way you communicate is also important and that's that's something that we touched up on in marriage counseling as well. And actually everything that we're gonna talk about. We touched up on the marriage counseling, but um, proper communication, that's that's very important because you want to make sure, you, you know, you you communicate with your spouse in the way. Well, OK, so hold on. Proper communication. What do you mean by that? If I'm if I'm explaining myself and I'm going to use uh, you as the listener, sure, you the listener, you should listen to me to understand and not to respond. Um, that's something I had to work on. That's why I used her as an example, but that's something I had to work on. Um, sometimes when we used to communicate, she would tell me things and I'd just respond versus kind of just taking in what you're saying, understanding where you're coming from, and then responding. So I feel like that's an example of proper communication. Yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. Listen to understand and not to respond. Right, right. And that's that's big because I know so many people, you know, just if you just hear people on a day-to-day basis having a conversation, many people just going off back and forth, back and forth off at the mouth. This person to say something, then the next person to say and something. And they're having nope. two totally different conversations. Right, right. And so it, it's, it's never going to come to a conclusion because y'all talking about two different things. Right. So... That's very yeah. Well, okay. So that that reminds me of uh, an exercise that we did um, in marriage counseling. That was like, whenever. Well, first you're supposed to like ask, "Is this a good time to bring up?" Oh yeah. Whatever it is, and then yeah, see, the person can say yes or no. See, too many people. Yeah, I know y'all probably ain't gonna like that, 
but it it actually helps. And I now that uh Shaw brought it up, it I remember it. So honestly, if you know that you're finna come to your spouse about something that's um that may bring up or or could start, you know, maybe an argument or a disagreement. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, you might should ask your spouse, you know, is this a good time to talk? And if they say no, respect it. Respect it and say, well, well when, when, can, when can we talk? There you go, Shark. Hit them with it. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, to ask them, like, when is a good time to talk? And I know, like, even me, when I do that, and he says, like, it's not a good time to talk, I'm like, well, hold on. What you mean? <laughs> right, yeah. it kind of takes me back because I'm like, wait. You're not supposed to say no. <laughs> right. But we have to respect it because, I mean, it's an on Like, that's that's like a, a warning for them. Like, hey, I need your undivided attention. I'm going to, we need to discuss something. And you need to be in a clear headspace to talk about whatever it is. And and come on now. If you're going to make them wait and tell them it's not a good time to talk, whenever you do tell them you are ready, because the, the following question after that, well, when is a good time for you? You know, and if you say, you know, give me about two hours or come back tomorrow, you need to be ready because, you know, first off, that's your word. That's what you said. Right. And you don't want to you don't want to keep pushing off the issue because it may never get talked about. And if it never get brought, if it never gets brought up, then now y'all still have an issue that never got solved. Right. So, yeah, that's that's very, very vital. Okay, so then the other part of that um what exercise was okay so they say it's okay to talk blah 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 so then the person who has something to say go goes ahead and says like two or three sentences or whatever until it comes to a natural pause and then they say okay so oh uh, yeah I just that say? way they know you're listening and right. yeah it's a it's a process but it, it, it helped i promise you it helped though it's Got me right, man. It got me right. I really thank I thank God for going through that marriage council because it got me right. But that definitely helps. Yeah, because it just makes sure that like we're on the same page in the discussion, and then it makes sure that both of us are against the issue, whatever is going on. It's not me against you. It's us against the issue. Right, because at the end of the day, we we are one. We together. You know what I'm saying? So right. we don't we don't need to be not on one accord we need to be on one accord you know to be able to attack whatever it is that we need to attack together and it may just not even be an issue it can be anything in life y'all always, you always want to make sure that you're on one accord with right. each other yeah all right so how do you handle conflict like let's say you're having this conversation um and then you're saying okay so what what did i say and then this person is like y'all are flowing through the conversation in the correct way but it just starts a conflict. Like, how how do you handle that in your relationship? What do you think? I think with, with conflict, somebody has to be the bigger person and uh, make that that right decision to, you know, say, you know, hold on now. You know, let's, let's slow it down. And now when you say conflict, be more specific. Like, you're just talking about, like, an argument. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So argument, like... I know that with conflict, there's levels to it. So, like, it can start low and then get high. So, I'm talking about, like, at the onset of it. Like, you're noticing, like, okay, we're not seeing eye to eye right now. You know what I mean? Right. Like, okay. the beginning of an argument is what I'm talking about. I think this tying with, with communication as well. So, you got you to gotta be able to see that, whether it's the, the wife or the husband or the boyfriend or the girlfriend. You got to be able to see that. And be able to recognize it and then 
mentally, you know, put it in your subconscious mind that I know that this issue is still not fixed, you know. So maybe, you know, come back another day. But if it's too bad, you know, they say you're not supposed to lay down mad at one another. But I know some of y'all, y'all got temper. Have we done that? I think we have. Laid down mad at? Yep. I don't remember that. <laughs> I don't remember that. Maybe if it's, it ain't been often, though. Maybe right, once or twice. Right, right. Yeah, often, yeah I don't often. remember that. Not often, but I know some things, something, sometimes things are better left unsaid until you're able to have a clear head on your own. Yeah. Like, if I yeah. know, like, I'm frustrated, it's better for me to collect myself, my thoughts, go to sleep, whatever I need to do, versus me coming to you with my anger and my frustration. Yep. I need to take some time to think about it and process it. Because I am a processor. Right, But right. I need to process it because it's better than me just saying what I got to say to get it off my chest before I go to sleep. So I've always, like, had an issue with, like, don't go to bed mad. Because I do understand it. But at the same point, I'm like, I may need to go to bed upset just so I can have a clear head in the morning. Because a lot of times when I wake up in the morning, I'm not even mad, one. And then I realize, like, okay. This wasn't even as big of a situation as I made it last night because I was frustrated and I was hungry and I was tired and like it was adding on to everything. So I'm glad I didn't bring this up last night. Right. And I, I do understand that, but I think I'm more big on don't go to bed mad. And the reason I'm more big on don't go to bed mad is because God forbid, but anything can happen that night, you know. You never know, and you don't want to be like, oh, well, the last time we talked, we was on bad terms. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm kind of big on it. But I do definitely understand where Shar is coming from when uh, when you say that, you know, it, it might not be a good time to talk about it right now. I mean, say I love you to each other before y'all lay down or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Just because, you, ne- you know, you life is short. You never know. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah. I mean, I get that. I get that. Um, what's something else that you feel like Many of um you but should if I, know if before I just had going to go into the top of my head? I would say a spouse, husband or wife that's very family oriented. This may sound, you know, like why is that something you gotta worry about? But yeah, just check this out. So it's you know, it's everybody's not family oriented and and there's nothing wrong with that. But um I use me and my wife for an example. We are family oriented. And I knew before coming into this that, you know, she's going to always, you know, be at her mom's house or she may always go to her grandmother's house because they're close, you know. So I got to respect that. Vice versa on my end, I'm going to go to my mom's house a lot. Um, I may go to a lot of different little family events. And I feel like that's important because you you may get a laid back wife who's not trying to do all that and may want to sit at the house every time you make a move to go spend time with your family. And, you know, of course, it doesn't matter what anybody else think, you know. But, you know, people going to be looking at you funny. Hey, where uh, Shay Shay at? Uh, why Felicia don't never come around? But at the same time, you know, and you may not have known, man, this woman wasn't really trying to do all this before she came into this. And y'all having family events once a month and she ain't showed up to nothing. So that's that's important, you know, that... To, to make sure that, look, when we get married, you know, are you a person that that's around your family a lot that's going to be, you know, doing different activities with your family? Yeah. And like I say, me and Shaw, we both are family oriented. So when I do something on my side, she's 
she's there when, when we do something on her side i'm there yeah i know i definitely agree with that and i think um it's definitely something that you would want to be aware of um just coming in so that you can know like what is expected like what do you expect of your partner and what they expect of you um another thing to kind of piggyback on that is um about friendships so we talked about how they interact with their family but how they interact with their friends is important as well so that means that's talking about going out that's talking about what they tell their friends both of those things are like two huge huge things that we can do complete episodes on so like if they're like a party person versus if they like to chill at home be a homebody blah 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 if you and your spouse are not the same, like if one is a party person and one is a chill person, I could definitely see y'all running into issues and clashing unless um, expectations are specifically ta- talked about and discussed um, so that you can know what to right, expect. Right, right. And that's very important when uh, expectations, that's a, that's a whole nother episode as well. But like uh, Shar said, it, it, unless y'all talk about it and... You don't care about your wife going out every weekend and you chilling at home with the kids or chilling at home. That's cool. If it works for y'all, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, that's something you kind of want to know before you actually, you know, become one. That's something you you really want to know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so since you brought up expectations, I'm like, that's huge. We need to talk about that as well. Um, When it comes down to expectations, the first thing that I think about are the roles and responsibilities that you have in your household. Um, A lot of people or all of us have been brought up differently. So we all have different um, things in mind when it comes to how we expect or how we think our husband or wife will be like after we get married. Um, And so specifically, I know for me, um, I cook a lot. If y'all follow me on Instagram at C Houston, Uh, (laughs) shameless plug. I cook a lot and that's something I really like to do and I've I've liked to I've loved to cook for a while so it's not anything new. But when we were um when we were dating, we had moved into an apartment and I was cooking all the time, gourmet meals, okay. I was making lobster tails, steak, uh shoot, you name it, I was making it and um it was interesting now that I think back when I was, when we were dating, I was really kind of training him to the fact that I was, I like to cook. So I was cooking breakfast, lunch, dinner. I was cooking all the food. No big deal. I didn't think anything of it. Like I love to do it. And so now that we are into our marriage, almost three years in, we have a kid. I'm still the cooker. I'm the person that cooks because that's what I love to do. But I thought that it was interesting to think about how now it's an expectation that Jerry's has that I cook the meals because that's what I've been doing. And so if I don't cook, he don't eat like literally, literally it's like an expectation now. So I think um, it's important to think about those things that you expect. And also when you're starting off your relationship, think about the things that you're doing and think about long-term. If you feel like, that that's not something that you can keep up long term. Make sure that you're having a conversation with your partner. Yeah, I sure got something to say about that. I know, right? Even though the cooking, <laughs> it was the cooking was 
it was is unspoken a word unspoken uh, yeah that's word. okay yeah, y'all bear with me i'm not a wordsmith i'm getting there though you know what i'm saying y'all stay stay tuned in with us give me about six seven months you know i'm gonna be hitting y'all with different stuff but that was an unspoken expectation you know i'm pretty sure most males would want their wife to cook every meal but nowadays you got you got men who cook a lot so but yeah i never actually came to shore about that specific expectation right. and, and said, hey, look, I expect you to cook every day. Right, right, right. So that's something you kind of got to watch out for because it was unspoken. So I feel like sometimes with its expectations, some of them need to be said. You know, look, you know, if you're doing this now, you know, what's up? Is, is this something you still going to do? So uh, I got a little, a little funny. Well, it may not be funny to y'all, but it's funny to me. But... Uh, When me and Shaw first met, you know, I I was the plug on the gas. You know what I'm saying? And when I'm talking about gas, the fuel in your car. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, the fuel that you put in your car, you know. And at the time, I would fill her car up, and it's free for both of us. You know what I'm saying? So this is going on for the first seven months to a year while we dating. I, I think carried on the marriage just a little bit. Maybe not. No, nah, no, nah, it wasn't. Uh, after we got, it was before we got married. It, yeah, it was just apartment days. But she had came to me and she asked me something. And she said, so is this something you're going to keep doing? And I'm looking like, hold on. I was going to do yeah, that because like, it was for the free. getting my gas because this was nice. Yeah, so I'm like, this this was for free. You know what I'm saying? That Them days over with. But at the same time, you know, you should. That's, that's what some, I expected at that point. Right, I right. expected my gas. Because I kept doing it. And that's where... As a man and as a woman, the things you do, you have to think about, is this something that I, that I can keep up with? Right. And uh, still to this day, I go get a gas. So that's, uh, <laughs> that's that. But, yeah, expectations, that's, that's a big one, you know, because people need to discuss them more and, and be more vocal about them. And, right. And get on, get on one accord. Yeah, especially when you put kids in the mix. Or if you're coming in with kids already in the mix, yeah, you definitely got to be vocal about those expectations. Right, right. And expectations can change. You know, yeah, they no, definitely yeah, can change for sure. after time. You know, after y'all come and discuss. Now, you know, you shouldn't change. If your partner is expecting something of you, you shouldn't just switch up, you know. Out the blue. Without, you know, yeah, that's, you know, why would you do that? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's... That's, that's that's it. That's that's what's up. Expectations. Another thing, goals. So okay, before we talk about that, what are some goals that you have for yourself? Let's get personal. What what goals do you have for yourself, and what goals do you have for our our family, our relationship, our family? And uh, you don't have to get into account. I'm sure you have a few, so you don't yeah. have to get into all of them. Okay, so uh, one goal I have for myself, I'm going to go ahead and put it out there on the air. Fire my nine to five. Um, that's, that's one of my goals for myself is to, to fire my nine to five and become my own boss, become the uh, in, in full control of my uh, 
finances, me and my wife, uh, not depending on a company or anything like that. That's that's one of my goals for myself. We don't got to get too deep off into that. Yeah, we will in the future. Yeah, oh, definitely, for sure, for sure. But um, a goal for my family, a goal for my family is when God, when God blesses us, I want to be able to take one to two family trips every year with my, I mean, well, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the, the amount of trips you got and the amount I got, you put that together, that's about six, seven, huh? So, but nah, yeah, take trips with my family every year on a, on a, every year to, to kind of, you know, get away and see something different, you know. I'm not gonna say get it away from reality because that will be our reality. So, uh, yeah, it's to be able to take. And I, when I say trips, I ain't talking about we ain't going nowhere for uh, two days, a, a day and a half. We we gonna stay about five, four, five. We gonna have a good time. You know, a lot of people are not doing that. A lot of people are not, you know, taking in consideration that one thing that's gonna happen for sure is that we all gonna die. So, and uh. Yeah, you got to make memories and, and enjoy one another. So, well, when you said family, were you talking about like just us or like all of us? That would be cool if it was like, like, like your side and then my side. Yeah, that would be cool, but that ain't what I'm talking about. <laughs> that would be cool though, and and if we doing that, we, I mean, we may be in position. I'm not. I'm not. God, He can do anything. He may. We may be in position to take both sides on five trips a year. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm not saying we won't be, but now that's just a lot. I mean, you remember we did say that though. We did say we want to be able to do that. Yeah, that we want to be able to take all our, uh, whether it be her side by they self and my side by they self, you know, with both of us there. Right. You know, that would be nice. Yeah. What are your goals? My goals, I, I have like, I have a bunch. A goal for our family. You got a bunch that you can tell us more. Yeah, no, I have a bunch. Okay, so goals for myself. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you see I'm working on there. So I am trying to build my Instagram page to the point to where I can monetize it. And I want to, like, I literally want to tell y'all all about that. We both do. Later on, we will. But um, that's one of my main goals for this year is to build my Instagram to the point to where I can monetize it and also to build my photography business um, to the point to where I can go part time on my full time. So Jerry's just trying to fire his nine to five. I'm just trying to go part time because I actually do like um, where I work. And then a goal for my family is to I want to experience more. I want to experience more as a family. Kind of, it kind of aligns with what Jerry's, um, Jerry said he wanted to take more trips. But I want to experience more. Like I just want to do random stuff and like have the free time to do whatever we want to, whenever we want to. And I think that's really both of our main goals: is to do whatever we want, whenever we want. Right, the freedom. You know what I'm saying? Right, Real freedom. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, that's that's um, some goals, and actually. You know, before you get serious with anybody, y'all need to know each other's goals. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Make sure they're aligned. Right, you know. And even if they're not, you know, you may say, you know, you may hear your spouses or 
the person you're about to get married to goes or whatever, and you make her work with it, and it may be something you never even thought about. You may be like, oh, that's cool, you know. Right. But you don't want to get caught up in a situation and the person say, well, in, in three years, I mean, you know, and I'm just being, this is realistic, but um, in three years, you know, I plan on trapping. And you looking at, you looking at him, and I'm talking about this is the, the husband saying this to the wife. You looking at him crazy, like, I ain't know you was going to, you was going to go that route. But at the same time, you know, you have, that's something you have to talk about. And goals do change. But that's something, that's a, that's a conversation that needs to be always had and uh, kept up to date. Yep, that's right. It's definitely important to make sure that you and your spouse discuss your goals just so you can make sure that they're headed in the right direction or the same direction as you are. But yeah, okay, so this is the end of our first episode. If you've made it this far, we really appreciate you. We thank you so much for um, sticking with us through the end of this. Um, Definitely reach out to us, connect with us, let us know what you thought about our first episode. Leave us a review. Connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at trp.podcast. And you can also um, go to our individual social pages as well. Um, But again, we thank you so much for um, just tuning in. We really appreciate you guys. Very much appreciated. Um, Like Char said, uh, continue to tune in with us. Um, And and we appreciate you, like like she said, if you stayed the whole episode. Because, you know, you could have been doing anything. Y'all have a blessed week.